How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Japan Holic Podcast, the podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games discussed by one certified Japan Holic. I'm your host, Taylor Fry, um, and I'm going to be starting recording these uh, in terms of audio and video for my YouTube channel, just like how I did it with the Weep, the Reap. The, the weeb reviews last week, I'm going to do it basically every week from now on. Um, and the reason why I bring that up is because if you already take a look at the video, I have a flies water in my hand because I'm kind of on edge today for two reasons. First reason, mainly because I, before I started recording, I saw a wasp fly around my entire room and scared the hell out of me. And I don't trust... I don't trust, um, I don't trust those damn things. I've never been stung before, but I'm not going to make today the first time I do. And secondly, because if you could judge by the title of the podcast episode, we are entering a brand new anime season. That's right. Spring 2020 is just about over with. In fact, we're getting our last string of episodes here. Um for like the 12 episodic or the 13 episodic uh series put, i think there's like maybe a few that are going into summer 2020 if i remember i'm not entirely sure i could be wrong but for the most part we're going to be we're on the home stretch i guess you'll say of episodes uh of anime series and uh yeah oh i heard it i heard that fucker <laughs> I'm going to try and do this podcast episode without getting stung, but pray for me. Okay, but in today's, um, today's episode of the podcast, I figured I was going to go over some animes that I would recommend watching if you haven't yet started the, the season or the series um, from spring 2020 and then do the same thing with summer 2020. I did this. Uh, a couple months back when winter 2020 was transitioning over to spring 2020. Um, and I'm going to do the exact same thing. There, oh, oh, God, I saw it move. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I'm going to do the same thing here for this episode of the podcast today. Hopefully not getting stuck. <laughs> uh, before I get into today's podcast episode, though, like in terms of like the first series that I basically watched the, the in terms of this season, uh, last season, Spring 2020. Uh, I'm not technically sponsored by these people, but I just want to say, Puchow, okay? Possibly one of the greatest things on earth that I've ever had in my entire life. I just recently bought, I bought like a pack of those like a couple weeks ago at my, at my work, um, because I just started to work at a job near a supermarket or at a supermarket and they sell those things. Dude, they're so good. Oh my god, they're so good. They're like Starburst, but Japanese. So let's go ahead and let's get started with the, the series that... um, I believe it's like the only series that I really watched in terms of like started to finish. Uh, even though um, I, I really enjoyed all these animes that I like... That I am going to list off that came out in spring 2020... I unfortunately haven't seen all the episodes up to this point. I'm maybe like a few episodes behind, maybe a whole slew of episodes behind. Yeah, it's just unfortunate uh, that I haven't gotten caught up with all this just quite yet. Um, a part of it was because that I just felt like most of these series were going to be postponed or delayed thanks to this whole Corona BS that's been going on because... 
basically half of the animes I'm going to be talking about in the summer 2020 should have aired this season. I should have been talking about this. I should have been talking about the, them today um, in terms of spring 2020, but unfortunately they were postponed to summer 2020. But luckily the ones that weren't delayed, the one of the biggest ones that wasn't delayed was the Kaguya-sama Love is War second season. And let me tell you, let me tell you, I believe that it's rare for a second season to be better than the first season, but Kaguya-sama Love is War absolutely killed it this season. I mean, A1 Pictures killed it, okay? I think it is because of the fact that since you had an entire season of character developments and a whole, it kind of in a way had like the whole My Romantic Teen comedy um, or the Ortegayu series kind of feel to it where, um, you know, it takes its first season and the first season's kind of comedic in a way. It's, it shows its more comedic side, but the second season brings its more serious side to life and brings it out every episode. Every episode doesn't necessarily deal with too much comedy as the first season did, but that's still a good thing. I really enjoyed the second season way more than the first season, mainly because of the fact that since there was so much character development, even if it was basically comedic development, it was still so good, okay? And then you go to season two, and then you take that character development, do even more developments, okay? And even bring in the serious side. I mean, we had an entire episode dedicated to Ishigami, okay? Which is ins freaking insane. I love Ishigami. Ishigami's the best guy, okay? Best guy. Come on. Best boy. Dude, Ishigami. Okay. I love that man to death. <laughs> and we had an entire episode dedicated to that to that man. And, um, you know, we just had, like, while it did have its comedic parts and comedic episodes, Kaguya's Have a Love is War second season absolutely killed it. And possibly, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, oh my god. Dude, I don't know how you would have, I don't know how you would have survived going on Twitter, going on Facebook, or going on literally anywhere on social media, and not gotten spoiled anything from the second season. Because it was so good. Okay. Um, another anime that I was really hyped up for to watch. But I really haven't gotten caught up lately. Was Tower of God. Made by Telecom Animation Film. Um, I started the first episode. Well actually I finished the first episode. And when I got done with it. I was just like. I read the webtoon. All the way up to like maybe chapter 20 I believe it was. It was like 15 or 20. Somewhere in between there. I'm not sure. Those, those the, the webtoon chapters or parts as I think that's what they call them. They're insanely long. Okay. At some sometimes. I think the introduction is kind of like 20 pages. 30 pages. Not sure. But it was long. Those chapters are long. But man. As much as I love reading the series. A part of me thinks that. The animation wasn't too spectacular. I mean, it looked pretty close to the webtoon, which was, I think, the whole point behind the animation style. But, I don't know. I don't know what really turned me off with Tower of God. Like, I made it through, like, halfway through the season. And 
I just progressed, how do you say it, progradually got slower and slower in terms of watching it. I just really didn't feel the need to watch the newest episode and then, you know, it's just like, uh, I'm several episodes behind. I'll probably wait till it's dawn airing before I actually watch the rest of it. So, you know, I don't, I, I seriously don't know what turned me away from it, but I really, I mean, I still say it. it's a real good anime series. It's just, I'm not so sure if the, the manga is better than the, um, than the, the anime adaptation. Um, do I see Tower of God getting a second season? I believe so, because it was really, really popular. So I do see it getting a, um, a second season. Um, and I forgot to talk about this with the Love is War series. Do I see it getting a third season? I mean, yeah, but I don't think it'll be next year. I, ah, uh, well, it depends. Second season got really popular and I think it got even more popular than the first season, I believe. That's kind of rare to do, but I believe since there's still so much hype around it, and considering if you read the manga, the story's only going to get better from here. There's not like a, like, we're not even at the fucking climax of that series just quite yet. Uh, I want to say there possibly will be a third season, possibly next spring, if not next summer. But I don't, don't, don't count, don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. Well, Unless I'm correct, in which case, do quote me on that. But with Tower of God, I do see it getting a second season, possibly in the future. But I don't think it'll be the near future. It depends on... It depends on a... Jesus. Whoa. The thing almost flew near me. Scared the hell out of me. But it depends on a few factors. But I'll probably go into those factors a little while. Um, in a different podcast episode. But, anyways. Um... Another one that I really started to watch and I can almost recommend to almost anybody who loves kind of like drama shows or whatever is uh, this anime called Sing Yesterday for Me, um, which was made by Doka Kobo. Uh, I do love that studio, by the way. They made some real good anime shows, and this one is one of them. Uh, I really enjoyed... The first, like, two episodes of this series. And I thought the animation looked really freaking slick at some points. So, I don't want to say too much about it. Other than the animation looks amazing. And the story is kind of soap opera-ish. But that's basically any shonen drama films or shows. So, I would recommend watching it. Because most people actually haven't seen, like, the other three that I'm about to talk about. Um, or the other two, including this one, um, because I'm not, I'm not actually not entirely sure why, because this one is popular. I think it was like third or fourth. No, it was like fifth popular in the my anime list chart, um, in terms of like pop, like amount of people who are watching it. But, um, I still don't see a whole lot of people talking about it. So, um, I would recommend watching it. I don't want to really say too much about it because I don't really want to get into the spoilers and stuff like that because there's so much good stuff in this show. And there are some pretty eh moments, moments that kind of turn people away, which I understand. A lot of animes do that. But I would recommend watching this and possibly giving it three three episodes or more, depending on your taste and stuff like that. Um, 
this one here that was made by Silverlink this this uh, this season, I talked a little bit about in the last podcast episode that I did this, which was a winter 2020 animes you should watch if you haven't already in spring 2020. You get what I mean. Um, I mentioned this one here, which was by X Life as villainous all routes lead to doom. Um, I talked about it and I was like, I'm curious on what this is about because it looks really freaking interesting just by the synopsis itself. And I took a look at it and my God, that was as much as it is like the typical isekai ish kind of show. I really, really enjoyed this show and, um, I thought it was really hilarious and amazing. Okay. Um, do I see it getting a second season? I, I think it is. Yeah. I think it is getting a second season. Actually, I think it was confirmed not too long ago. Um, so yeah, it is getting a second season, I believe. Um, I'm excited, <laughs> dude. I can't, I, I'm going to binge the entire first season and get hyped up for the second season when it gets, when it comes closer to being adaptated. I don't know if it has a release date, but I'm pretty sure it does. Correct me if I am wrong. I knew that there was one show that was getting a second season. I think it was that one. I think so. Anyways. Um, and the last one here that I'll talk about for spring 2020, um, was an anime show anime show yeah English was an anime that I just recently started watching that got a second season uh this season um and you know unfortunately I haven't started the second season but that is but that isn't because I don't enjoy the series it's just because the first season has 24 episodes and it's a long series it's the fruits basket season season two that was made by TMS entertainment um the reason why I bring this up is not really to talk about the season two like story or whatever because obviously I haven't seen it. I'm bringing it up because I just want to take a moment to appreciate the fact that not only did TMS readaptate Fruits Baskets last year because of the whole I, th- I I don't remember who first animated it. I don't want to say it was JC staff, but I could be wrong. But they did a terrible, whoever it was, they didn't really do a good job of adaptating it, you know, back in the 2001 era of uh, anime. Um, I just want to, I just want to, we all got to appreciate TMS Entertainment for re-adaptating Fruits Baskets and, you know, really doing a good job the first season and then giving it a second season the next year, the next year. And, you know, and I've seen people talking about it on Twitter. They really think it was really good. And I don't, I don't have any opinions on the second season myself just quite yet because I'm about to start the second season. But just know that if you have watched the second season of Fruits Baskets and you haven't seen the second season of Fruits Baskets, check it out. Because that, because what I've seen on Twitter, a lot of people really like this series. The second season, at least. Okay. And I don't know if I should really say this right now because you're probably like, you're like 15 minutes into this, but... If my voice sounds different from what it was last week, it is because for some reason I've gotten sick with allergies and stuff like that. It also doesn't help that there's a wasp in my, I don't know if it's a wasp, I don't know if it's a hornet, but it's something in my room still buzzing around. I don't know where it's at, it's hiding behind something and it's scaring the hell out of me. So my voice is a little jumpy at times because the thing starts buzzing and I'm like going like in attack mode or whatever. Like a freaking cat with a fly swatter in my hand. Just <laughs> But. Oh god. Um, 
Now I'm going to be heading into the summer 2020 animes that I'm looking forward to. And all these right here that I'm about to talk about, I am excited for. Like the, I looked these up on my anime list and I could not be any more excited. Now, unfortunately, I do have to say though, this season of the, of can't speak, this season of anime kind of feels a little carried by the top three, which is ReZero, the third season of Oregayu, and the next Sword on Online. Um, I do feel like it is being carried just a little bit because there was a lot of other anime series out there that I saw that didn't have too many people looking forward to it, which was upsetting because a lot of those shows that are on the my anime list that are like fourth or below, they're, they look really interesting. And I'm talking, I'm going to talk about a few of them here in a moment. Um, but mostly they're just, you know, they, they feel like summer it feels like summer is just going to be very very underappreciated underappreciated or underrated i don't know i don't know it just feels a little weak but that's just my opinion maybe some people are like it's just fine or oh god sounds like it's getting closer huh anyways you know maybe just fine or stacked but that's just me um and then these first two that I'm going to talk about here were supposed to air last or technically this season still because it's still spring 2020. But they got delayed due to the whole pandemic. And so they were moved over to summer. Um, which in turn got me more hyped for the series, not going to lie. <laughs> uh, for these first two that I'm going to talk about. Which, I'll go ahead and get with this first one here, is the second season of ReZero. We were able to get more promotional ads for this series i think we got just the we would have possibly got the same amount had it aired in spring but um either way okay who cannot say that they're who can say that they're not hyped up for this second season okay if you have seen the first season dude i'm hyped okay i don't know what's gonna happen because i haven't read any of the light novels but I am so hyped for this second season, okay, in a few ways. The one way is that I'm excited to see where the story goes. The other way is I'm not, I'm not going to be happy a lot. I'm going to be pretty depressed. I'm going to predict that it's going to be a 24-week depression trip because I do believe the ReZero series is going to go on, or this season's going to go on for 24 episodes. I think that's what they said. I don't think they're going to do 12 episodes because you can't really do a re-zero season with just 12 episodes. That would have to be, there would be a ton of different cuts and stuff like that. It's just better to do 24 episodes like it was in season one. Personally, okay, if I don't do a podcast episode in the next few weeks talking about the first season, or the uh, the first episode of the second season, of ReZero, someone better tell me on Twitter to remind me because my God, I need to talk about this first episode. Okay. And I'm, I don't know. There may be a video coming out of my first reactions, whether it be with Alex or whether it be with Brody or whether it just be myself. <laughs> and then a podcast episode with possibly a few highlights or clips or whatever of that said episode because. There, there's so much hype going into the second season 
and I cannot wait for it, okay? And um, I'm hoping that I don't get spoiled too much of this because I'm going to be one upsetty spaghetti if that if I do end up getting a little bit of spoiled, like spoilers of the first episode before we're even watching it. So, yeah, I probably have to work that night too. So, angry. Um, But I'm, but, you know, I may be excited for ReZero second season, but I may be just as hyped, if not a little bit more hyped, about the final season of the Ortegayu series or the Biromantic Teen Comedy series. God. I ended up binging the first two seasons again just to get myself hyped up for this third season. I usually do that with animes that I'm really hyped up with because if I watch the first two seasons or, you know, watch the season or read up to the point in the mangas or whatever, just get myself familiarized with the series that I'm about to get really hyped up for. Um, and then, you know, it gets, in a way, in a weird way, I don't know if I'm the only one that does this, but I get more hyped up after watching it, you know, re-watching it or rereading it or something like that. And, oh my God. After re after rewatching the first two seasons, it just reminds me how much I absolutely love everything about the uh, Origayu series, from the voice actors to the phenomenal quotes to the phenomenal storytelling of the series. Um, whether it be like over realistic in some ways or like over dramatic in a few ways, but you know that's fine in some ways. Um, and I, I will talk about the Origayu series, like probably in the next couple of weeks or months, maybe I'll probably do like a, like a three part week reviews of it, where I'll go through the, the seasons, of course, because there's three seasons and I, whatever I do, we reviews, I want to do, especially if it has three parts or a three season show or whatever, oh God. Um, I'll probably do like three parts to it where I will discuss first season, second season, and the third season. Um, usually when I do weeb reviews, I probably just talk about like the entire story itself, but since the entire story is going to be covered in three seasons, my, I mean, I, unless they go off the light novel route, um, if they make their own ending, which I'm pretty sure they won't, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do end up deciding to go on their own routes, but I don't know. I think they said that they were going to go off the light levels, but I'm not entirely sure. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not right on many things. Hopefully I'm hopefully they do go on the light novel route though, because it would make my make my job as a podcaster a hundred times easier. So I wouldn't be able to talk, you know, have to make it a four part where I would discuss the third season and then have to discuss the light novel in the next season or the next episode or part i can't speak english right now sorry but um i'll talk about this series more in depth in the next couple of weeks or like month it wouldn't be next couple of weeks but it'd be next couple of months once this uh season gets close to ending i don't want to say i'll do it right after i'll probably do it before it ends just uh like maybe a couple weeks before it ends. So yeah, we'll see about that. But just know that I'm really excited for this series. And um, I'm not the only one. I'm surely not the only one. Um, 
I I have to say, I really have been enjoying a lot of like Field Studios like work and stuff like that, which there are some weird shows that they have animated in the past. You know, more notably Kiss Exis and Yasugiro Sora, but I really enjoy Field Studios like work, especially if you watch the first season, go to the second season. And I think they're going to stick with the same animation style for the third season. Because I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I don't think they would change it. I don't know what you could change. But I'll discuss more about like animation styles and stuff like that in the Wii reviews of Ortegayu in a few months or so. Um, one series that I have been reading up on lately um, and excited about so much... Like, if you go on my Twitter page, you would freaking know this by now. Kanajo Okaishimas. Oh my god. <laughs> this series uh, will be getting four of its manga volumes uh, adaptated in 12 episodes, which I said last week in the Weeb reviews of Domestic Non Kanajo that it could be a little bit absurd for 12 episodes. A lot of stuff's going to be cut, but I still have high hopes for this by TMS. TMS usually doesn't do a bad job, especially if they have to cut out a bunch of stuff. You know, if they're doing like five volumes and 12 episodes or whatever, they usually don't do a bad job. So I don't see it being a rushed or a um, terrible adaptation just because it's getting four volumes um, adaptated in, uh, 12 episodes, so, you know, by the time you get halfway through the, halfway through the anime adaptation, you're probably going to be, like, done with the first two volumes of the manga, which, if you actually have read Kanesho Kaishimas, you know that, well, there's a ton of fucking stuff in terms of, um, in terms of those first two volumes. There's a ton of stuff that's going to be cut, so... I do have high hopes for this, though, so I'm not going to say it's going to be bad, but there's going to be a lot of stuff cut, but I'm still excited for this series. Um, basically, if you don't know what this series is, because like I said, you know, outside the top three, everything else is just basically like, oh, what the hell is this series? I've never heard of this series for the most part. Some people have heard of all these series or at least some of these series. Especially this one. This one's probably like one of the more popular ones to come out of this upcoming season that isn't the top three. But basically, I'm going to put it briefly. It's like I'm not even going to name off the characters right now. Just to keep it real brief. Just give off the story. Or like kind of ish. Kind of like set you up for like the first like three pages of the manga, I guess. Well, you know how Japan has like rental services um, well, they do have these little rental services where you can, like, rent Japanese, or where you could rent girlfriends, boyfriends, moms, dads, you know, it's kind of like a ho like a host family, but you rent them for, like, a specific amount of hours or whatever, um, which surprisingly doesn't have too many animes about it. I think Kanjo Akaidishibus is, like, one of just a very small amount of animes that tackle the whole rental ish kind of side of Japan um well this one's just basically all about a story about a rental girlfriend and a whole slew of other girls that end up becoming love interest to one main male protagonist so yeah it's kind of 
and it, it's really good okay but i will tell you this right now if you are listening to this uh and you have read kanashoa kanishimasu the rental girlfriend is not the best girl <laughs> anybody that agrees with me probably just you know let's clap our hands in unison right now anybody that disagrees with me i i mean you'll find out you'll you'll find out that um that chizu who is the rental girlfriend i think that's how you say your name oh god chizu oh god it sounds like cheese but anyway she's not the best girl who is best girl yuka ruka mm-hmm mm-hmm yes best girl so i'm looking forward to that and she will be featured in this anime adaptation as i saw the promotional advertisements which you get introduced to her the best way possible <laughs> in those promotional ads so hopefully hopefully we'll be seeing some ruka stands by the end of the anime adaptation i know um i think it's taco panda from twitter who always does the whole like stand ruka posted all that i don't know if he listens to this podcast but if he does stay at ruka boys stay at ruka <laughs> okay <laughs> enough about uh another one that i'm looking forward to watching which a i'm surprised has an anime adaptation because that because this was controversial stuff that we're talking about here and b i'm surprised is not the most popular fucking anime series that's airing this season because of this whole controversial topic that I'm about to talk about. It's Uzaki Chanwa Ozobitai. I think I said that right. So this series here is just basically going to be the Please Don't Bully Me series. Um Nagatoro. Please don't bully me Nagatoro series. Um basically it's gonna be that series, which is possibly the most it's either no 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 that it's comparable to the takachi Sen series in terms of like you know what i could compare it to um and popularity wise those two series it's just basically this series okay it'll be a girl who just teases the hell out of another boy but this one she's got big old buys so but the reason why i bring up like the controversial topic is not a lot of people remember this but uzaki chan got in massive trouble with the Japanese Red Cross, I believe. I think that's what they got in trouble. I think that's how they got in trouble. I don't know how they got in trouble or why they got in trouble. But all I remember is that I remember reading a few times on Twitter um, that Uzaki-chan was like a symbol or like a like a logo mascot, whatever, for the Japanese Red Cross. And people didn't like that. I don't know if it was because of the fact that it was an anime character or the fact that it was big brass. I don't fucking know. I really don't know. But they took offense to it. And I don't know if they took offense to it or if or what. But either way, Uzaki-chan, you know, the, the character was controversial to the Japanese Red Cross. Um, and for it to get an anime adaptation is quite surprising i don't know i don't know if i like a part of me is kind of speechless that it's getting an anime adaptation because of the fact that usually once animes have like a controversial like or mangas i'm sorry mangas that have like a controversial like page or a controversial like you know thing happen to them they usually never get an anime adaptation okay i mean 
there are a few exceptions, of course, and this one's one of them, where it's like, you know, even if it is a controversial manga, it'll be adaptated, you know? Who freaking cares, I guess? Or if, like, the, the manga Ka or whatever, the manga Ka has a controversial past, it'll probably not get an anime adaptation. And yes, I'm basically talking about the manga Ka for, um, Nanakatoro series, who's, you know, known for making... Some quite edgy stuff, if I do say so myself, including some lollies. But, I don't really see the Nugatortle series getting an anime adaptation till like, maybe next year, if not the year after that, if at all. Mainly because, I, I don't, I don't know why the mangaka has, like, a, a huge grudge from, like, the, the anime industry other than that, but, I mean... Got Aramanga Sensei, we had Ishii Interspecies Reviewers. Come on now. <laughs> it, it's it's just a you know, it's I'm excited to see, you know, the Uzaki chan series, no no matter what. I mean it it's hilarious. And Uzaki is voiced by the same Seiyu that played uh Satania from Gabriel Dropout. So um amazing stuff there. Satania will finally bully some people instead of bull getting bullied so yeah well except she'll have you know pink hair pink hair shorter hair big old eyes so there's that <laughs> um but there's one more series that i want to talk about um today uh before i end it off in this episode off here um with a series that i haven't really heard of itself only just reading the synopsis just gave me a good old, like, fashion, wow, interest has peaked kind of thing. Um, not to be confused with the Monster Musume no Revenge, I think that's what it was called. Monster Musume's Revenge or whatever series. Um, I, I don't think they, <laughs> I don't think it had the no in there, the no particle. So ignore that the first time attempting it, but Monster Musume's no uh, Revenge. This one is uh, titled Monster Musume no Ushasen. This one will be edited by a novel animation. And I have a picture of the synopsis here that I'm going to read off my phone here. So that's why I'm looking down at my phone here. I usually don't do this, but I am going to now. Um, in the town of Lindworm, where monsters and humans coexist, Dr. Glenn runs an exemplary, exemplary, can't speak English, cool, medical clinic for monster girls and his Lamia assistant, Safi. Whether receiving a marriage proposal by a contour injured in battle, palpating the injury of a mermaid, or suturing the delicate wounds of a flesh golem, Dr. Glenn performs his job with grace and confidence, but when an, an, an unsavory character seeks to steal a harpy egg, how will the unflappable Dr. Glenn respond? That's when I say that my interest has peaked, and I'm going to watch possibly the first episode of the series, possibly the first three episodes, just to see what that series is about. And I'll probably talk more about it later, possibly like when we transition to the winter, uh, winter 2020, or I think it, yeah, whatever. The next season of anime, which comes 12 weeks from now, as of recording this episode, or 13 weeks from now, somewhere along the lines of that. So... I think we're going to end it off here. I'm kind of out of breath from being on on edge with that freaking wasp in this room. Um, I don't know where it went. Still in this room somewhere. But, yeah. 
I'm out of breath because of that, and I'm probably going to either kill that son of a bitch or get killed by that son of a bitch. Um, I do have something I want to say, though, before I end it off here, though. Uh, this Saturday, I will post a mini-episode of the podcast where I will discuss what the new what next week's episode is going to be all about because I'm obviously going to be doing something special next week that involves two anime series that I will reveal next Wednesday. I won't talk about it in Saturday's episode because I just mainly want to use Saturday's episode as a how will this series work kind of uh, thing. So I'm really not going to talk much about the two animes that I'm going to be discussing in next week's episode of the podcast. Um, If you do enjoy this episode, though, whether it be on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, literally wherever you get your podcast, you know, be sure to like, favorite, rate, follow, share, comment, subscribe. My voice cracked. Sorry. Do all that good stuff um, and just, you know, show your support in any way you possibly can. Um, you know, go over to my Twitter page, which has recently started popping off in terms of followers, uh, which is at the Japanaholic one. Um, and yeah, I think that'll do it for this week's episode of the Japanaholic podcast here. Um, tune in next Wednesday where I will be reviewing two anime series. Um, but like I said, if, but you could also tune in Saturday to, figure out how it's going to work out because it's going to be a little different it's going to be a little different on how i'm going to be doing it so thank you all so much for tuning in i will be back same time next week whoops and i will be returning saturday as well a little special episode thank you all so much for, thank you all so much for watching i've been taylor the certified Japanaholic, signing off have a good night everybody <laughs>